From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. It's the penultimate episode of No Nonsense Sales Season 1. We've nearly completed the alphabet of sales terms, jargons and cliches. Whether this is your first time or it's your 25th time, thank you for listening to the show. This week's topic is the letter Y for your elevator pitch. When I first came across this term, to be completely honest with you, I didn't really know what it meant. I was like, I don't know, something about pitching in a way that elevates you, like lifts you up. Exciting pitch. I don't know. I later found out that it simply means a pitch that's short, concise, easy to understand. Something that you might present to someone whilst sharing a short elevator ride with them, for example. In my defence, we don't call them elevators here in the UK. We call them lifts. And by the way, who's pitching a product in a lift? We certainly don't do that in the UK. In fact, we have a very strict set of rules when you're in a lift. Don't talk to anyone. Stand very rigidly and awkwardly face the door. Don't look anybody in the eye. Whatever you do, if you have to speak, whisper. If you have to cough, apologise. If you have to sneeze, apologise. If you accidentally touch someone on the shoulder, apologise. Even if you have to get out of the lift, apologise. It's basically a lot of standing very, very awkwardly and doing a lot of apologising. I wouldn't know where to start. If someone started pitching me a product or a service, I'd probably end up apologising. My guest this week makes no apologies for taking over the German SDR world with SDRs of Germany. As you would imagine, this is a community for German-speaking SDRs. So a former Salesloft SDR turned founder, and she's now on a journey of being an entrepreneur. First question for Matthias Sharper, does she find herself spinning a lot of plates nowadays? Oh, 100%, 100%. Especially when I was never really planning on making this a business, right? I, I This was a hobby, and now... It's a business that makes more than a million euros in revenue a year, which is crazy. So you have to do a lot of new things that you've never, ever done. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I am so over my head. But um, it's fun. It's fun. So another thing that's fun is the SDR role, which is, of course, where I met you. And then that's your mm -hmm. kind of background. And we're talking today about pitching. Now, SDRs do this a lot, right? They do this every day. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think SDRs are good at pitching? Is there room for improvement? Yeah, I think it always depends on how you determine the phrase pitching, right? Like, is that an elevator pitch? Is that a pitch that starts, we are sales loft and we do this and this and this? Or is that a pitch where you are like, hey, I saw you have this one problem and I can save you a lot of money or I can make you a lot of money with something that I have to offer. Let's talk about that, right? There, there's different kinds of pitches. Um, and I think the so-called elevator pitch, honestly, when, when I was preparing for the, for the episode, it's like, I don't think I've ever done an elevator pitch as an SDR. Maybe in like the beginning of when I really didn't know how to be a good SDR, but towards the end, I've never ever used an elevator pitch in like the sense that you would know it when you google it um so yeah a little bit a little bit of a, a split opinion i think sdrs obviously do some pitching 
But I always say I think SDRs are more demand generation than anything else. They 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 go out there and they they find problems and then offer solutions to that. Um, and I don't think you'd probably call that pitching. Love that. So you said the phrase there, uh, good SDR, before I was a good SDR. So you, do you think that that's what makes a good SDR, someone who is able to not sound robotic and just kind of, you know, do a 30-second spiel, but actually get to the root of, of problems, right? Yeah, 100%. Because I think, I think not bad SDRs, but even, even me in the beginning when I started, I made it all about me, myself, and my company, right? And I pitched my company. But I don't think that's what you're supposed to do anymore. You're supposed to pitch the problem, not the company, because no one really cares about your company, especially now that I'm a founder. I can I can see it so much more clearly that if someone messages me and it's just about them and their company, and I have a million things to do as a founder, you need to say something really, really, really beneficial to me so that I invest my time to go on a meeting with you, right? Like 15 minutes. When I was an SDR, I was always like, 15 minutes, come on, you have 15 minutes for me. Why are you not talking to me? And now I'm like, damn, 15 minutes, something big needs to happen that I give you 15 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I um, I definitely relate to that, right? Because I've had a few SDR roles in my time mm-hmm. and it's great, right? You're in the onboarding and you learn all this cool stuff and you, you have all these features ready to go. Then you, you hit, you hit the phones. And as you said, nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. And it, and it does feel really, really deflating because you've got all this knowledge and oh, I want to, I want to tell you all about the features, but I agree with you, right? It's about leading with the problem. Now, you're huge on LinkedIn. I see so many great things from you, Matia. And I wanted to throw this phrase at you and see what you think of it. The the pitch slap. It's one of my favorite phrases of all times when you connect with someone and then you pitch them straight away in the DMs. And uh, what do you think about that? And another DMs a good place to to pitch. Oh, I think they're so annoying. Honestly, my LinkedIn is flooded with generic messages and I've started blocking people. I've really started blocking people because I'm like, I know you're going to send me 10 more of these generic messages all about you and what you do. It has nothing to do with me. Most of the times, I'm not even the ICP. Do you know what I mean? So the word pitch slab, I I think is a great word because it actually says what it does, right? Like it slaps you in the face and every time you're like, oh, I don't want to read this. I don't even want to see this. Um, I think I think the DMs are not a place to pitch slap. I think the DMs at this point in time, when you look at it, I get like, what, 20, 25 messages that are pitch slappers um, a day. What you need to do in those DMs is just get attention at first, right? I think that is the 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 thing that we're all fighting for, especially in sales, attention between all these generic messages. And it's not even that difficult. Honestly, people make it more difficult than it actually is. Like when I was an SDR at SalesLoft, I was just thinking, okay, so they get all of these messages. I, I, my dad is a head of business development. So I said to him, let me look at your inbox and I want to see what kind of messages you're getting. He was getting all of these pitch slaps. And I was looking at them and thinking, okay, what can I do to be different and to get some attention so that he doesn't think, oh, going to delete that, but that he thinks, wait a minute, let me look at that, 
right? Um, and I think that's that that that's that's the game nowadays. Looking for attention and being unique, especially with all like the AI tools now, right? Where where you can write pretty good messages, boring messages with ChatGPT in like a second. Um, and 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 we talked about it earlier. That's when I started doing like my memes and my videos, like just crazy stuff. Because if you don't do crazy stuff, you, I didn't get the attention. Um, and yeah, I think instead of pitch slapping, think about how can I be unique? How can I be remembered? Um, the partner managers at SalesLoft are always like, are you crazy? Because I still book in leads through from, from SalesLoft a year after I've left SalesLoft because I stayed memorable, right? Because people are like, I remember you worked at SalesLoft. Can you still give me some consultation on that? Because I was memorable. Love that. No, I think that that's, that's a huge thing for, for sellers right now. And again, standing out from the crowd, mm-hmm. the, the crowd gets bigger sure. uh, as, as, we, as we go, right? So it's so important. But you mentioned there a couple of things, memes and videos. And I know that you've got some crazy success around just booking meetings with things like memes. Do you want to maybe talk me through that and how that works? Because that still kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, of course. So I think it's all about... Well, if you look at if you look at Instagram or if you look at Facebook right now, right, it's full of memes and people are just scrolling and they're laughing and they can relate to it, right? It's like it's it's a human thing. It's funny. And a meme often depicts a situation that you can relate to. So what I did was, okay, my buyers or my prospects, they have a problem. There's certain situations that always occur, like when I was working for SalesLoft, a okay, it takes a seller hours a day to update their CRM. And that's just annoying. We all hate updating CRMs. It, 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 we waste time that we could be spending on revenue generating activities, but we spend it on updating Salesforce. So I thought about, okay, how can I depict that situation? How can I make someone go like, ooh, yes, I know that and it's annoying me and I want to fix it, right? So... There's different memes that I use. There, 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 there's one, you know, that one meme where he like looks into the camera. He's like, I don't know, 20, 30 years old. And then there's there's a picture underneath and uh, he's like 80 years old and he's like, mm, great. Um, so I use that meme to show that situation of when you first start updating your CRM and when you finish and people were just like, wow, yeah, that's actually how I feel. It feels like 80 years I have to spend to update my CRM. And I would send that to the VP of sales and be like, hey, Tom, VP of sales at uh, Zeismic, do you relate to this? Is this something that your sellers are going through? And what was great about that was that he would laugh. It would be something unique. He would then send it to his sellers and be like, guys, are you feeling like this? The email, I would track it in SalesLoft, would get 75, 85 opens and all the sellers message the VP of sales back and they're like, yeah, we hate updating the CRM and this is exactly how we feel. And that way you are able to not just get the attention of the VP of sales, but you also get the backup and the buy-in from all the sellers. And then the VP of sales is like, obviously I need to talk to that uh, to her now because she's made me laugh and all the sellers are like, it's a problem for us, right? And I didn't even really talk about sales loft. It was just, I just depicted the problem that people are going through that's annoying. 
I love it. I mean, your elevator pitch is not going to get shared around the office, right? <laughs> you're not you're not going to get 75, 80 opens uh, just because you've got a great couple of sentences in there that outlines your platform or your product or service. No so one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> I think it's such a good reminder for, for salespeople because it, it's it's a harsh truth right? And it's a bitter pill to swallow. But once you've accepted it, and I feel like this happened in my sales career, this is mm-hmm. becoming like therapy now. <laughs> uh, once, once you accept that that's the state, and once you accept that nobody cares, then you can start having fun with it. And then you can start going, okay, well, if nobody cares, I've got nothing to lose. And I know for me, that's when I started to, to really book meetings and ramp up and then obviously things but like build content and all that kind of great stuff. So yeah, thanks for sharing that, Matia. I really do appreciate that. Now, regular listeners to this show will know that we, you know, we give great sales advice like Matia just did, but we also end the show with a song. And I've asked Matia to bring in her pump up song, the song that she might put on to get herself excited. When back in the cold call days, Matia, when you used to jump on the phones, right? What's what song might that be? There's a song that I always listen to. It's called All of Them Talk, None of Them Walk. It's 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 very unique to me, I think, because he's like the 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 song, there's a, a German singing and then like a German rapper and a, a, a London rapper. And um they do like sort of mixed German English. And I even I had it as my walk-in song when I did my boxing fight because that was the song that every time I had to hit the phones and I was like, I really don't want to do this because I know so many people are gonna reject me. I would listen to that. And I would also listen to that before my fights or before I go to training because that would pump me up. So I cannot wait to hear you sing that song. <laughs> well, yeah, first for me, German rap, you know, there's been a <laughs> there's been a lot of firsts on the show, but I, you know, happy to take the challenge. But Matia, thank you so much for for your insights on today's show and for joining us on No Nonsense Sales. Lovely to catch up with you. It was a pleasure, Tom. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, a song this week that I really enjoy. Love singing this one, love this one. And I'm so glad that it's featuring on the show. A seven foot frame and rats along his back When he calls your name, it all fades to black Yeah, he sees your dreams and he feasts on your screams We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no What? What was it? All of them talk. None of I thought it was we don't talk about Bruno. I love that one. No. German rap. No, I'm into my Disney. Yeah, my Disney covers. <laughs> to hear that track sang in full and in tune and in the way it was meant to sound, then head over to the Spotify playlist now, which is called No Nonsense Sales. That song and all the songs featured in season one are in a nice playlist for you to listen to. And I'll tell you what, while you're there, why not subscribe to this very podcast on Spotify or on your favourite podcast player. Or of course, you can visit salesloft.com forward slash podcast. Podcast.